Hi, everyone. My name is Stephen Kilger. I'm the managing editor of Feeding Grain Magazine and your host of the Feeding Grain Podcast. First off, thank you so much for joining me today as we dive deep into the issues affecting the grain handling, feed manufacturing, and all the allied industries they come in contact with. Today, Jeff Schreiner, CEO of Roger, returns to the podcast alongside his co-worker, Jay Weber, who is the project general manager for Roger. We're talking about the significance of transparency in grain handling, how digital technologies and data sharing enhance traceability, and whatever happened to blockchain technology in the grain industry. Before we start, if you're listening to this in a podcasting app, please rate us and subscribe. If you're listening online, sign up for the Feeding Grain newsletter, Industry Watch, to see all the latest podcasts and stay up to date with the latest news from around the industry. Thank you again for listening, and now, on to the show. Hi, Jay and Jeff. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hello. Hey, Stephen. Good to be with you. Yeah, it's really exciting. Jeff, you've been on before. And uh, Jay, welcome to the podcast. Mind telling me and our listeners a little bit more about yourself and what you guys do with Roger? Sure thing. Stephen, good to be back. First one was fun. I'm excited to do this again. A little bit about Roger. Roger is a digital business that focuses on the bulk freight trucking side of agriculture and commodity movements. Our mission really is to convert what has been historically a very manual process to the modern way of doing digital business and create efficiency gains and better potential across the board. And I've been doing this for quite a while. And that started back when I was a kid on the farm. Good to be with you here today. So I've been with Roger about a year and a half. Prior to that, I was actually in the chair of one of our customers. I was a trader. I worked logistics. And that's really where the passion for doing what we're doing here at Roger came from is seeing all the inefficiencies that our customer had. And so that's ultimately why I'm at Roger today. Yeah, Roger has a really fascinating backstory. I was first introduced to you two years ago, I think, at NGFA annual meeting, and you guys went through it all. We're a neutral player to the market, so we're not a shipper or a trucker. Our goal has always been to really be the facilitator of good business practices between the carriers and the shippers and drivers and what Jay's role was as a merchant. So that's been our mission in life for quite a while. We have enjoyed playing that role because that's a sorely needed part of the market that hasn't existed for a long time. Our history was we started really as an experiment to see if we could make it happen kind of in the Midwest. And it kind of blew up and became a nationwide business within a very short period of time. That little journey took us a few years to get all the way to the point where we are right now, but it has been always that mission to serve that facilitator good business practices. That's you guys came together when you saw a need. It was you and some other people, wasn't it? Yeah, we were started really kind of as a byproduct of some big charter members that knew this problem existed. So we were kind of a genesis of Cargill and a Schooler and Anderson's and the Coke Ag and Energy Services and Bushel Technology Group and CGB, all of those groups were kind of working towards the same end goal. And rather than having them all do something different, they decided to come together. And then we brought almost 500 carriers and asked them what their needs were. That was the whole genesis of Roger. Yeah, some big names to partner with right away. We have you on here to talk about transparency and grain handling and how that affects, well, really the whole value chain. Can you talk a little bit about transparency and how does it change the way the grain handling industry is run? Yeah, I'll start. And Jay can really put this in the lens of the customer's experience. So transparency 
when you talk about the digital world is actually proving where things move and, and where they came from. So where it started was the consumer's needs have changed over the course of time. So where you'd see a need on the shelf, you would see somebody asking more and more questions about where it came from, how was it grown, what, how were things treated. And the way that things worked before the digital era happened, it was very hard to get a real clear point of view on the supply chain. So transparency as an initiative was something that the customer asked for, which worked its way back all the way up through the supply chain and eventually to your growers. So that was kind of the genesis of it all. And then Jay has taken the charge to kind of look at this on the practical ways to get that done. I think when you think about different markets in the industry, they're really defined by the customer. So the customer's defining and saying they need this, and it's going to go on through the market to the supplier, and then eventually they need the technology or whatever it is to support that initiative. So that's where Roger comes in. We're staying in front of this. As Jeff said, you're starting to see it in the pet food industry how people are asking for the traceability. It also helps optimize the business quickly. So when there's a problem and a merchandiser, whoever's sitting in that chair can go and fix that problem quickly because of the traceability they have in the real time. Yeah, it's interesting because I think agriculture in general kind of has this reputation of being a little behind on, a little more delayed in their uptake of technology. But what makes that great is at this point, when you're starting to adopt these things, even like really simple changes can make a big difference to your business. Can you speak a little bit about, well, first and foremost, what your technology does and then how that is used to enhance data sharing and traceability for the process? Let me give you a little bit on the technology front. A lot has changed over the 30 years when this phenomenon began. One is almost everybody runs around with some piece of technology on them or in their pocket. So when you are looking at how to get data, you can get all the way down to the person. So what our technology does is use apps, both on the phone and on the desktop, that allow for somebody to record events. And that event starts as soon as somebody is going to go pick up some yield grain or something out of the bin, and then kind of traces that all the way back through the process. So we're recording data around those events. So the origins, we know where they are exactly to almost a three-foot mark all the way through the destination. And it's important because you know, as it goes through the whole supply chain, exactly where things came from and exactly where they got dropped off. And our technology is really simple. It's just, it's just a simple app that you put on the phone that does these things behind the scenes and people get the benefit of it. And I guess I'll just add one thing on there from a customer standpoint. Roger benefits the customer in a lot of different ways, but one example is sharing a scale ticket. And that's the biggest problems I had when I was a trader is getting a scale ticket shared between the driver and the carrier and the shipper and the receiver and doing it efficiently. Today, most of the time it's mailed through postal service. And with Roger, it actually gets digitized. Driver takes a picture of it at the scale and then digitally it goes all the way to the shipper almost in a matter of seconds. So that me is one example of where Roger is helping push the industry forward and digitizing it. Well, yeah, because, well, we all know with paper, it always comes with human mistakes. None of us are infallible. That wait between, well, let's get this ticket. Let's have someone fill it out on the elevator end, then we'll mail it to you. I mean, there's a lot of steps in there that mistakes can happen. And not to mention just the wait, right? Makes it hard to make any kind of business decision. Maybe I'm, maybe this isn't as big a deal, but I remember a few years ago, all this talk about blockchain technology. 
and how this was going to be the future in this. And I thought you guys might be a little more experts. I don't, I haven't heard as much about it lately, but there were a few companies that were kind of using this blockchain technology to send grain shipments. And from what I understood, it was supposed to be the future of this kind of traceability technology. Do you guys have any thoughts about number one, which I think a lot of people are confused on what exactly blockchain is? How is it supposed to make things more transparent and more traceable with the grain handling industry? I'll take this one and just give you a little bit of backstory. In technology, a new technology comes out about every 18 months. And then just like everything else, there are all kinds of realities about new technologies. The genesis of blockchain was in the cryptocurrency market where it had an impenetrable ledger of events where, where cryptocurrency was pushed around. So they use very secure technologies to ensure that nothing ever gets changed and the security of that data was almost bulletproof because everybody had a copy of a common ledger. And so that's really what blockchain was, is you submit a record and it creates a an impenetrable record of what happened to that record over the course of time. So if we took blockchain and we put it into the space of commodity trading, you know, it's the same basic principle where they're trying to take records, give everybody who needs to know access to those records so that you can prove something across the board from the time it was grown and to the time it was delivered and how it was treated all along the way. Blockchain was the standard bearer for that. And so the concept of a common data set, which is secured, is really not changed. So blockchain as a technology was a really good footprint. The way that it gets done in different applications like agriculture and things like that are achievable, whether you use the original blockchain technologies or you're just using the common language. You haven't heard about it a lot lately, mostly because I think its application has grown over the years. And so it's not necessarily the technology that matters, it's the solve that matters. See, that makes a lot more sense to me. The idea behind it of just being a kind of common record that everyone has. So I think that makes it a lot clearer for me and probably every other, every other layman out there, which is most of us. <laughs> the concept is really important, Stephen. I think that having common data for the, the folks that need to know it is a really important concept. So across all technologies, it's something to strive for. You just won't hear the technology buzz terms like that as much when the applications become really deployable. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. One of the things that I love about companies like Roger and the digitizing of kind of our industry is it helps record keep one of the most important parts of any business, especially in the days, especially today. There's more and more that companies have to keep track of. There's more and more consequences now if you're not keeping track of things. How do regulations and industry standards contribute to both the technology that you're developing and the kind of traceability of the industry at all? Because it seems like a lot of this is FISMA, other regulations that are kind of pushing the industry faster and faster towards this kind of traceability goal. I think it's very big when you think of the National Grain and Feed Association and the trade rules that really drive our industry and as well as USDA and some of the others. It's very important that Roger views them as a partner and works with them as new regulations come out because they're going to need a way to support that. And most of those new regulations are going to be around technology and be able to support like the traceability we've talked about. So we need to really look at them as a key partner and work with them to stay in front of that, support the things that they're bringing out. 
Yeah, the NGFA thing is a really good point because the industry is actually pretty decent at regulating itself. Like the arbitration system the NGFA has is, is amazing that they've managed to convince all these different companies to kind of follow the same system. It's not just federal regulations. It's just kind of industry best practices that need to be followed as well. It is. It drives everything from when the merchandiser or the farmer agree on a contract, the terms of it, everything's driven off that from NGFA. So very important. What kind of challenges have arisen from implementing technologies like yours? Are you guys finding that people are pretty open to it? Is there a big learning curve, especially when people are adopting your app in particular? What are the struggles there and how are you kind of overcoming them? You've all spent a lot of time making the tool as possible for people to implement and make part of their workflow. But what are some of the struggles we're seeing? Stephen, I'm going to start with holistically. In the digital world, you've always got to worry about security and privacy of that data. So the threats and the risks and the vulnerabilities do change over the course of time. And you have to stay on top of all of that stuff so that you can keep an environment stable and people can use it with a high degree of trust. So that is always a challenge and it won't ever change. It won't ever change, but it's something you have to accommodate to make sure that you're doing all the right things there. As far as adoption goes, things are changing. We don't see the same challenges we saw even when we started, where people were just trying to understand if they wanted to use technology. We actually have the opposite of that now, where it's not only do they want to use it, they want to see the things that they like in the technology rapidly. So. Our challenges are really from when we started, which was that at the beginning of the story, digitizing the whole freight market, to now, which is we've got customer demands that are specific and unique and industry-based. And our goal is to address those challenges, meet those demands. But I think that's the biggest shift between years back when we started to today, which is the customer demands have grown and just our customers have gotten smarter. And they've gotten really skillful about how they're using the technology to do cool things. And we love it. You just have to keep on top of it. Yeah, to be honest, anytime you look at any change, it's tough. There's got to be incentive behind it. Whether you're a shipper, a carrier, a driver, there's got to be incentive to change. But they get there. Once you talk to them, I mean, it's very simple. Most truck drivers have Facebook. If they can get on Facebook, they can handle Roger. Really not that complicated. And we have simplified it as much as possible. We've got a couple advisory boards we meet with, one made up of shippers, one made up of carriers, and we're really using that to drive the adoption in the app to be able to make it as simple as possible for those users. Yeah, you're right. There's that, that stereotype of the old timer at the elevator who doesn't want to do any changes, but I don't think that's very true as much anymore. Number one, because like every other industry, we're trying to get more and more of the new generation in. Kids coming out of college have had a cell phone in their hands since they were 10, so they know how they work. And then also like just the efficiencies you gain from it and the time saved from not having to do all that handwritten out paperwork. No more big poster boards with everything written down on it. But it saves everyone time. You know, Steve, you'd be surprised. You, you see 80-year-old folks that now are using technology to do almost everything. So even the folks that may have been resistant a few years back or questioned why we'd ever do these things, I think even generationally, we've seen a big shift where it's just an expectation. And it's probably going to be a very rare case where things aren't digitized in the near future. Yeah, it's good for everyone in the industry, I think. I think of it as like eight-way. Once you start getting some of your processes digitized, you start to wonder, 
why isn't my entire facility completely automated? Exactly. Same case in banking and retail. All that stuff has shifted. It's only natural to think that agriculture is going to have the same thing happen to it that all the other industries happened. This is question for the customer side of things. Number one, how are customers adopting to using your app? Are they liking it? Who makes the first step usually? Is it usually the shippers that are like, use Roger app? Or is it, is it grain elevators that make the first move? And then how are they able to communicate to the others the advantages of this? I mean, I know you have some stuff on your website, videos, things like that. How do you teach people how to use this? I think to answer the first part of your question, I think early on we did see shippers as being the first adopters, followed by carriers. I think it's pretty split today. Carriers do see a big advantage of be able to even enter their own loads that they get from non-shippers on Roger, so they can manage their whole book of business within Roger. So I think that's been a little bit of a surprising shift that we've seen just because the benefits that they start to realize to where they can invoice quicker and they don't have to spend the weekend invoicing from a carrier standpoint, and they can get paid quicker. I think once they got on and started seeing the benefits, the shipper and the carrier, the adoption has really taken off and gotten traction because there's a reason that they should be doing this. As far as the speed and ease of getting on, it's pretty straightforward. It's just like any other app. You can download the Roger app. So if you're a carrier or shipper and start using it right away, getting an account is just qualifying yourself. For somebody who's even marginally tech savvy, it doesn't take them much to get up and running. And then it's for even sophisticated, very complicated facilities or carrier groups. There's videos. We provide different types of training, whether it's customized or we just really do a deep dive into their organization, see what most, what makes sense. So it kind of runs the gamut to get started right away. To We want to really design it around investments that they've made in other technologies too. Yeah, great to hear. Thank you guys so much for coming. Those are all the questions I have. Do you have anything else you'd want to tell our listeners, our readers about both Rod and uh, where do you see this industry going when it comes to traceability and transportation over the next couple of years? A couple of things I would tell you that are almost a given. One is as more and more this industry gets transformed and digital business becomes the norm, you can just see how it, how it gets translated into better decision making. So in the future, if someone gets to see historical trends and data and benchmarks, the chances of them making a better, more profitable decisions are higher. And so in the future, I think they'll just have that build up base of all this intel they have on their organization allows them to ensure they get better. And also, I think it's almost a given that you get some operational efficiency gains. Digital business takes things milliseconds compared to where we used to do, where we were doing data entry and things like that. Those operational efficiency gains, I think, allow companies to actually look out and grow their network. So rather than just facilitating the business they have, when you digitize, you can get your network actually built out a lot wider. And I think that is almost a natural and it's a given. It'll happen in our industry, just like it happened in every other industry. And then I think for those that are really, really good and get really good at it, we're only scratching the surface on the art of the possibility of things that can, are going to be in the future. I mean, you can look at what machine learning and AI is doing in other industries. And over the course of time, there's just absolutely no reason to think that, that we're not going to get some of those downstream benefits too. And hopefully we're going to manage the goodness out of it and not see the badness. And that'll be up to people in the technology space like us 
But I do think there's some distinct values that are going to happen. And I think with, with Roger, our goal would be to not just keep pace, but see the future. I think one other thing I'll add that we see coming forward is, and where we're starting to see it today, is the importance of integrations. So Roger is able to integrate on the front end to a contract management system or on the back end to an accounting system, whether it's a home-built system or um, it's one of the big players out there. We're able to integrate. And that's important because anytime you take data out of a system, you compromise the integrity of that data potentially because it's now manual entry by a person. So anytime you can tie the data across systems and keep that data pure, that's very important. But far as what else is coming, I think we have these advisory boards. Like I say, the market's going to tell us what we need to do. We're not going to go out there and assume that this big feature is going to solve everyone's problems. We need to be driven by the market, just like a trader does, just like our customers do. So we stay really close to our customer and we really listen to them to make sure we're going the right direction. They're steering us. Well, that's great. There's a lot of people that need to be fed. Anytime people can get away from the paperwork and onto actually doing their jobs of feeding the world, the better, right? Technology is going to save us on that front. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. It's really fun to always have you guys on to talk about these kind of issues affecting the grain and feed industry. And I hope you guys come on again. It's been a blast. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Certainly will. Thanks, Stephen. Thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you next time. Bye.